Welcome to the third and goal week 18 preview show, the first ever preview show for the 17th round of games. Today we discuss how the Raiders and the Chargers... Good line, Fred. Where did you get that line from? No idea. This came to me. It was inspired. Um, But today we discuss how the Raiders and Chargers can tie the game to ensure they both go through to the playoffs. 15 kneel downs apiece, I'm told. The Rams take on the 49ers and all the permutations which come with the outcome of this weekend's game. I'm joined tonight by Dan and Rob. How are we both doing? I'm just, very well, Fred. I've had a look at that diagram that Dan sent with those permutations. I hope we're actually not going to go through it all. That <laughs> confused me. We tweet them out, shall we? From the side. Should we tweet them out on the side? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, there's, there's a lot more going on than what I said to Dan about five minutes ago. And now my head is a scrambled mess. So uh, we've got three games we're going to predict for you. And we're going to do it on the fly. I'm going to go to Rob first. Go on, Rob. So we're going to predict. You're going to go. You two are going to pick a winner, and I'm going to pick a winner. Is that right, Rob? Or are you going to try and stick your neck out on the line? And I'm trying, but go for broke this week. I don't know. I've not actually picked a game yet. In fact, I have Chargers Raiders. <laughs> Talk so, about this game, Rob. Well. I picked it because I think it could be, you know, it could be quite interesting. Yeah, I think the Chargers are a good, exciting young team, and the Raiders have the most exciting quarterback in the NFL, as uh, as you know more than anyone, Fred. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we're getting to that part of the season now where teams have been eliminated from the playoffs, or some are still in it, and. Um, you know, I'd imagine that the Chargers are going to beat the Raiders in this one. Um, but yeah, you know, picking these games on the fly is not easy because I've just picked that straight off my head and then you kind of work out how do you... Hold on, we do this every week. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't, we, don't, we don't pick them in advance and get to actually look at the game and think about it. Um, but yeah, you know, when the Chargers... Offense is on fire, um, then it is on fire, <clears throat> and it's going to be hard to to bet against them. I think the both the both teams this season, which have been which team is going to turn up, um, results have gone in their favour, they've gone against them. They're probably middle of the pack. Um, both teams, the Raiders probably less so. Um, they're just on the bubble of the playoffs and could get there with a victory. Um, but I think the Chargers are the better team. I like Herbert. I like their offense, and I think the Chargers will will win this one. Yeah, Dan, what do you think? I think it's an interesting game. Um, sitting here talking now, it's a winning in scenario, right? So, playoff football before. Playoff football. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just looking into some stats to, to back up my argument as to who I'm going to pick and what like, from what I anticipate. So I'm doing that on the fly. It's not easy, this is it, Rob? Picking games on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know it's in Las Vegas. I mean, it's two organisations. I think it's good for the NFL. They've both just changed homes. Both uh, fan bases, maybe that aren't organisations that aren't at the heart of their fan bases currently. 
I think it's a good opportunity for both of these. Um, real part of me wants to play tight. Um, there is a scenario where the Jags beat the Colts and these guys on Sunday night football can play out a tie. Both progress to the playoffs. And <clears throat> we were talking about fair, weren't we, Fred? If that scenario arose, I believe it's 15 nil downs each to score a game of tie. Um, or would they actually go the other way and go, right, you need a 100 yard reception bonus. So here you go, have a 100 yard touchdown. You need 80 yards rushing, no trouble. You have an 80 yard rushing touchdown. And let's just call the game at 80 all uh, and tie it out that way. We'll try organizational bonuses left, right, and center. So, yeah, <laughs> a far better prospect. Um, in terms of who's going to win, I'm going to shut this one to you, Fred. I'm going to differ from Rob. I think the Raiders have had the adversity. I think that helps on the team. I think they've come through it uh, and they're growing off the back of it. The Chargers can be hit <clears throat> and miss, but they've lost a Texans team recently, a, a poor Texans team recently, a, a relatively poor Broncos team, a poor Vikings team. You know, they've struggled against some teams that they should win games against. Um, they also have rather large margins of defeat when they do lose. If you watch the Raiders game, you can call Derek Carr exciting because you're slightly deluded in that one. But <laughs> the Raiders aren't an exciting franchise right now, but they are a very professional franchise right now. And their games generally tend to be Quite low scoring, quite close. I think of the seven they've lost, four of them have been by one score. I think they keep themselves in games. Derek Carr is better than I think anybody in the industry gives him credit for. Um, he's working wonders with both Hunter Renfro and nobody else right now, uh, which is incredible to say itself that they've even got the shot. Um, but no, I think the Raiders are better suited to keep this low scoring, keep it close. And if it is, I think they all have enough to come out on top. So I'm going for the Raiders. Yeah, I see. I see. Both of you done what you've done there. Actually, to be fair, like the Chargers for me are so up and down. You know, they've lost 41-29 to the Texans, but they've beaten the Bengals 41-22. You know, they are the polar opposite of themselves week by week, almost at times, aren't they? Um, but. You know, Justin Herbert's everything Miami wanted Tua to be. So, you know, they do have a powerful offense. They've got a very good, I like that smile, Rob. Now I'm in there, Yeah, I thought I'd <laughs> save that for later. Um, they've got a good running game. I think the Raiders, I think, you know, I think I said before, it's a great shame what's happened to, to them. They've been let down by individuals. You know, this isn't a team of bad apples if you like it's you know two or three bad people who've let them down and and ruined what was a really promising start and left them with limited coaching and limited offense um i'd like to see the raiders win i really would but i think realistically i think the Chargers are gonna are gonna win this one for me which takes us on to the next prediction dan which should be you what game are you going for i don't know i've been looking while you've been talking and it isn't easy, but I think there's one other game of significance, I guess, right now, and certainly to me as a as a Bucks fan. So I'm going to pick the 49ers at Rams. Um, 
Rams are the two seed in the NFC. They're top of the division. Not wrapped up yet. Defeat there. Can see the cars take the division. You can see the Rams fall, fall down the rankings. Um, and into the playoffs. The Niners would then secure their place if they can win. We'll have three teams in the NFC West in. Um, the Rams can fall from, from two to five. So, yeah, I think it's a, a very tough game to call. We've spoke in our last review show, Matt Stafford's looking um, wobbly, maybe the right phrase, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not too out of sorts, but a bit out of colour. Uh, San Francisco have won the last five straight games against the Rams. So, it's a big thing. I know the Rams have won the two seeds to have as many home games as they can, especially the Super Bowl being in so far. Um, I don't think it's a tough one to call. I think there's something riding on it. I'm going to go for the Niners to win it. I think the Niners are going to go to town. They're playing better football right now. Uh, I think they need to win it pretty much to be secure. I'm just having a look now. There are two options where they lose and still make the playoffs. It, it depends on New Orleans beating Orlando. New Orleans beat Atlanta. The Niners can miss out on the playoffs altogether. So I just think that will spur the Niners on a little bit more. So I'm going for San Francisco to win the SoFi Stadium against the Rams. I'll ask the question to you first, Dan, or two questions, but uh, same to Rob as well. Cam Akers is back. That, does that make a big difference? I mean, it's, it's week one Cam Akers, isn't it? Haven't come back from a torn Achilles. And secondly, before you answer that one, do you play a 70% Jimmy Garoppolo or do you play a fully fit Trey Lance? And what, you know, what are the positives, I guess, of those? Um, if it is 70% fit Jimmy Garoppolo, I play Trey Lance. Okay. <clears throat> Trey Lance started shaky last week, but actually, I thought we did okay in the end. I think he, he progresses the game went on. They, they won the game ultimately. Um, I don't think he looked too bad. Would you want to run with Trey Lance into the playoffs? I don't know if he's quite ready for that right now. But I think he's capable enough to give Jimmy another week to, to recuperate, let's say. Uh, I don't think... It's not a case of it being... I don't know. Who can I give you here? Um, Who's got? A, I'm trying to think of, you know, even let's take the Bucks. Tom Brady gets injured, and we go with Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, there isn't that differential between them. Um, in which case, you know, the Bucks would play seventy percent for Brady because seventy percent Brady is better than hundred percent Gabbert. I don't think there's that differential there. Um, so I'd expect them if they've got the doubt to roll with with Trey Lance. If nothing else, it's going to be a huge game with a lot on the line, divisional game away from home with playoff football on the line. Great experience for the kid if he's going to be a franchise QB moving forward. So, um, I don't think it matters. Niners win either way. Cool. Rob, any thoughts on those two questions? But also, your thoughts on the game as well? Um, I think it's a tough one to, to call. Both teams have got a lot to play for. Um, Rams need to win to secure the divisional title. If they don't win, the card could could get that. And the 49ers are trying to get that playoff spot. So both teams have got so many reasons to go out and win this game. Um, in terms of the quarterback situation for the 49ers, I sort of agree with Dan. Um, I don't think it's like, um, you know, playing a, your franchise quarterback and then your backup is 
literally a nobody. They have got what you could call is two starting caliber quarterbacks. So therefore that differential is is lower. You would play the, the healthiest of the two, I do feel. Uh, Trey Lance didn't have a, a great start to the game last weekend, um, but did get better. In terms of Cam Akers, I just, I've not read a lot about his status at the moment. I know he could be back, but I'd be concerned how fit is he going to be. I definitely wouldn't be looking to give him a, a strong workload. To be honest, I don't know whether I'd like to sit him on the sidelines and hope we win. Um, and then if you're losing, then do you really want to throw him in and risk him chasing the game? Um, but then I guess I'd be throwing the ball. But, you know, as we've spoken about, Matt Stafford has not looked convincing in the last two or three weeks whatsoever. There is so much that could come into play for this game. Um, what Matt Stafford turns up, who starts at quarterback for the 49ers, I think it is a mega tough one to to call. Um but I'm gonna. Dan's not gonna like it, but I'm gonna side with him. I'm gonna say 49ers will just pip it. Yeah, yeah for me, it's know, a you're behind me. You can pick the same as me all you want. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> the Rams have have lost games against good teams, and they've won a couple as well. But you know, they lost the 49ers earlier in the year. For me, when the 49ers turn up at their best, they've looked really really good you know it's another team that's beaten the Bengals beaten the Rams um the expectation level isn't the same with the 49ers because of the start to the season they had and obviously they're missing Kittle and you know there's a variety of reasons but when they've looked really really good they have looked complete you know at times and and won tough games um the Rams are I've got big concerns even for all the talent on the roster I do have Huge concerns about Stafford, which in certain situations, which I've mentioned various times through the season, I don't really feel he's particularly allayed those particular ones. Um, Cam Akers is a big risk, isn't he really? But I guess, you know, you're going to involve him to some degree in the game because you want him going for the playoffs. And, you know, he'll want to get going for the playoffs. He'd assume they'd all want him going for the playoffs. So, you know, you'd hope from a Rams perspective, you're 15 points up and you give him a light workload, but getting back out on the field. Um, I'm also probably leaning towards the 49ers to be boring and joining with you guys, but I think you're going to get a really fired up 49ers. <laughs> yeah, so in some way, I mean, for me, I'd, I'd probably start Lance in that situation, but keep Hold Jimmy on, D. Sorry, 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 Scott. We've got just mentioned this on air. <laughs> this is going to be dodgily edited now because Rob decided to mess about in the system. The Antonio Brown does. He ripped his shirt off. He stormed off three quarters of the way through the show. And now he's made himself a load of work trying to patch it together. So if you have just listened and went, likely that was really weird. Fred went from there to there without a heartbeat. Same Rob. One for storming out. Two for his dodgy editing. Sorry, Fred, you may continue. I was not trying to storm out. I was trying to upload the previous episode so we could get ahead of ourselves. But Look, I, met, oh. I saw Mike Evans reasoning with you and then I saw the shirt come off and away you went. Sorry. <laughs> I'd just like to point out, I was willing to say welcome to part two of the preview show, but I like to have Dan sort of set Thank up, you. set this up so I'll continue so then just stitch Rob up. So I think I appreciate that more. So, Fred, I apologise. <laughs> That's fine. So 49ers, you, you start 
I'm keep sorry. Rafa active, and uh, then if, if it all goes wrong with Lance early doors, you go to Jimmy G and you just you manage the game as best you can, I guess, on uh, on that one there. Um, and thank you for that. What's going to happen now, isn't it? When he does do his editing, he's going to cut that whole bit of the explanation of you out as well. <laughs> so, um, Niners for you, Fred. Lovely job. Yes, yes, Niners, yeah. Yeah. So, in terms of the game I'm going to go for, I'm actually going to go for Eagles-Cowboys. I think this could be... I think it's a very good game, actually, because there's not... Well, it's a could be all over the place. The, the problem is you've got, you know, a Cowboys team that doesn't need to start the first <laughs> week's break. Do you want to give them, you know, do you want to give them effectively two weeks off for the majority of that first string? Um, but you want to try and win... Well, I don't know, that's not a thing. I'll... I messed with this one. I think it will be a good game. I think the Eagles will want to go and prove, you know, the Eagles are through to the playoffs. Their situation isn't going to change. I think, you know, they lost quite heavily last time around to the Cowboys. So they'll, they'll want to sort of show they've got two sides to their offensive game, certainly. Um, but at the same time, yeah, both sides are going to go into this, not really wanting to, to risk injury either. I'm quite excited um, about the thought of the Eagles in the playoffs generally, just because. You know, I think no one is probably really backing them to get there. But, um, you know, those of us who, you know, we've all sort of kept an eye on them throughout the season and, and liked what they've done. They're probably going to end up with the seventh seed anyway. There's a good chance they're going to play Tampa, a good chance they're going to play the Rams. Um, a small chance of Arizona and, and, and Dallas, I guess, really. But, you know, I think Tampa will be the, the least fancied one out of this. So, you know, they want to try and... They're almost better off losing. Just looking at the permutations, they're almost better off losing if they don't want to face Tampa. But, you know, if they're going to go far, they're going to have to play, you know, face Tampa at some point, I guess. Um, from a Cowboys point of view, again, yeah, very little will change. They're probably going to end up in the fourth seed, win, lose or draw. So, yeah, but I'm looking forward to this. I want to see the Eagles progress from last week. So it is tough doing it on the fly. You're right. Do you know there is an option, Fred? That a Dallas win and a San Francisco win. These mm-hmm. Dallas at Philly this week and yep. Philly at Dallas in the playoffs next week. Ooh. Literally, you could both jump on the same plane and fly back and play again. I think that'd be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. A lot's got to happen for that. Uh, Tampa have got to lose to Carolina. Seattle have got to beat Arizona. Uh, and the Niners have got to beat the Rams. But there is one permutation where this game literally becomes almost two-legged. And they jump on a plane and both go back to Dallas together and start again. Mm. Interesting to see, wouldn't it? No, absolutely. I totally agree. I'll be... What's interesting as well, I mean, it hurts has been limited participation in practice with ankle. Um... It happens when the stadium falls on you. <laughs> exactly, it does, doesn't it? They've had um, the vast majority in full participation. It's a fairly clean... Um, Clean bill of health from the Eagles' point of view, apart from obviously Miles Sanders. Um, Cowboys wise, again, Cowboys missing a few defensively, uh, but in Francis, but otherwise, again, reasonably keen, clean bill of health. I don't know how much those guys are going to want to mess with with things either, you know, with the playoffs next week. It is completely up in the air, but I, I think from its divisional game, from an Eagles' point of view, that they, they want to show they're good, you know, they want to show. They are a good side and a force to be reckoned with. You'll see, hopefully, see two or three quarters of good football. But I, I still think you're going to get uh, Cowboys win out of this one. How about you guys? 
was waiting for you to nominate next, Fred. Do you want to go, Rob, or? Good, Dan. Say Cowboys like Fred did and be done with it, or? <laughs> well, all right, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I am going Cowboys. You are, Not because Fred said it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, at the end of this week, you're still going to be five behind Fred. That's good work, sir. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying to catch you first, and then I'll come, concentrate on Fred. Yeah, we'll both be eight behind Fred. That works wonders, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Man, what are you like? So you're going Cowboys, are you? Who got Eagles, then? I got Eagles. I always got Eagles before you guys picked. When, when uh, Fred mentioned the game, I thought I'd go. I think at the minute they're the form team running into the playoffs. I think their run game's very solid if they can get Miles Sanders back fit even better still for them. Uh, the Cowboys are a little bit disarray. I think the Cowboys want that two seed, but I think they might just blow it. Um, yeah, I just think one of them's entering the playoffs at the minute full of confidence and a little higher. One of them's a little bit limp over the line, shall we say. So, um, no. And also, I predicted the Niners beat the Rams. And if the Eagles can beat Dallas, then Tampa can take the two spot. And I'll take that all day long. Thank you very much for the win over Carolina. So, yeah, I'll go with the Eagles, please. Yeah, and the Miles Sanders, yeah, Miles Sanders, I reckon he can come back for the playoffs, don't they, from his point of view. So that would be very useful um, for them. Going. Them, but yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> um, Rob, anything else you want to add on that game at all, or are you just going to stick with your Cowboys and uh, go from there? I thought I was uh, prediction I've ever done that, so apologies. Yeah, I'm sticking with that. Let's <laughs> move on. Moving on around the league then, guys. Anything else catching people's eyes? I mean, a lot of these games look fairly clear-cut. Um, you know, Broncos, Chiefs. I guess you're probably backing the Chiefs in that one. Giants, Washington. Giants are dreadful. So, I guess everyone's back in Washington. Browns, Bengals. Any chance of the Browns just trying to... No. Browns aren't good, Fred. We've lost Fred. I'm back. Um, yeah, Browns sorry. Back Browns... It's going well, this one, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Browns, Bengals. Any chance of the Browns derailing um, no, the Bengals? No. no. Browns are not good. <laughs> Stop it. The Browns are not good. <laughs> please put that one in the prediction and pick Browns, Fred, please. Because no. I, you, as always. <laughs> I, I want to win. I want to win. Um, so I'm not going to do that. But, Rob, any any hope for the Browns in this one? I think there's a bit of hope. I think there's always hope in there. No. I agree with them. I don't think there's... <laughs> <laughs> Finally, it took us 18 weeks and he's disagreed with you. <laughs> no, I think we're friends on a regular basis. Um, on this one, what I do think, <laughs> do you think that the, the Browns are a better team than than what they've shown this season? Um, and I think Baker Mayfield's a better quarterback than what I've shown this season. Marginally. Only marginally. Um, I think his future career is definitely still in acting. Um, He's versatile, isn't he? He played that camp role, didn't he? About when they were gardening. He's lost the keys <laughs> through the door. Shown typical man. He's got he's got range, isn't he? Comedy with his 
The alarm code is six. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, you know, but, yeah, Bengals are going to be comfortable winners in this one, I think, at least by two scores, I would say. Raven Steelers, any romantic idea of the st- Big Ben and one last playoff run and a, and a Super Bowl for Big Ben? Yeah? No? Well, he's definitely not coming back next year, is he, after that? Nah. You know, emotional knee, knee down and walk on the pitch and high-fiving everybody. And that was emotional um, for someone who's, you know, not normally emotional. I liked and, his face uh, when he realised he had to come back on to take the knee. He looked really disappointed because he's made a big thing of uh, coming off before as well. But... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be a bit of a strange game. In a way, the Ravens are beating up the Steelers. You know they've not looked that great this season, even though they you know they're going to get a winning record. Uh, they just look steady away, and the Ravens without Lamar have have been struggling a little bit on offense as well. So I, I don't know. I could see it being a close, low-scoring game personally. He didn't practice again today, did he, Lamar, as well? Yeah, Dan, it's looking good, but I mean, there's a scenario where either of these teams can make the playoffs. It relies on Jacksonville beating the Colts, which was unlikely as it seems. I think the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville for seven years. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's not that sharp, Dan. It's not beyond the realm of possibility, but it is, let's face it. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think it's going to be a bit anticlimactic. I think both teams will want to put themselves in a position to win just in case, but more in total outlandish hope than any kind of expectation. And, and after, I don't know, midway through the second or half time, when they realise actually that what they're fighting for is a bit of a, a foregone conclusion, I think the game will just start to figure itself out and it's going to be a bit of an anticlimax. That's a fair enough assumption. Have the Lions got one last big performance in them against the Packers? Or uh, can we just uh, put that one to bed quickly? What do you think? I think the Lions will definitely be fighting for it because I don't think Dan Campbell would let that Lions team go about it any other way. And um, as we've spoken about before, these are the sort of guys that are... A lot of them are fringe guys on the NFL. They're on a losing team, on a franchise which, you know, has been down on itself the last couple of years. And they want to make sure if they're not going to have a, a contract in Detroit that someone else is going to think that they're worthy of, uh, of a contract. And Dan Campbell doesn't seem like the sort of guy who's going to wipe the season off at, at the last week and say, fair enough, we've done what we've done, let's look at next year. He's going to We've got one last chance to make one last statement. Let's go and do it. And, um, you know, the Packers, what are they going to do with their starters? Mm. Are they going to rest their starters? That's obviously going to play into the hands of the Lions, you'd have thought. Um, I don't know. Rodgers is going to play, any. Rodgers is definitely going to play. He's no intention of sitting out. I just... He will for half, three quarters. I think he has to play as well. They've got to buy it. I think if the quarterback misses two weeks, it's too much disruption. Mm. I think the starters have to 
start and play. We, we saw the Packers lost week one. Aaron Rodgers didn't take a snap in pre-season. And they got humiliated by the Saints week one because it's all about timing and rhythm and knowing where you are and finer details to be a quarterback in the NFL. And he hadn't had any real-time practice of that through pre-season and it hurt him week one. So they will not want to make that mistake heading into the playoffs after the So I think two weeks, too long to miss. I think a week and a half a game, I think you can get away with. So whoever he comes out and plays half, whoever he comes out and plays three quarters, I don't know. But Rogers has to come out and play in that game for me. Keep his I don't eye think, in, if you will, for a better phrase. I don't think he does. You look at the game when the Rogers yeah. missed with Curtis, missing one week and coming back the, the next week isn't that big of an issue. Preseason, I can see because you've. They've got a bye week after, don't forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I know. Play this week, they've got a bye week. They miss two. It'll be three weeks between games. Yeah, but that's different to missing six, seven weeks of preseason with no <laughs> competitive game. And I think it's one of the things for the coaches, which is difficult. If they rest everybody and then they have the bye week and then they lose their first playoff game, it's because you rest them in week 18. If you play them and they get injured, he's going to get criticised because why don't you rest them? So, you know, professional sports person, Aaron Rodgers, as good as he is, I think he can take a couple of weeks off. It's different okay. to having six, seven months off pre-season. I don't know. It depends what their risk appetite is. Is Do you want to risk him getting injured or getting a niggle? Mm. That's fair. Yeah. I would play him and keep that competitive <laughs> routine, that turning up, that practice, that warm-up, that running, that, that kind of bit, even for a period. Pad him up, stand him on the sideline as well and go from there. So just yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not going to suit up. I'm not saying he's going to be a scratch, but does he need to see the field? The other thing is, do they treat it like a preseason game and give him the first quarter and then sit him for the yeah. second, third, yeah. fourth? I'd play, I'd play it for a half and then maybe look at it. But yeah, yeah. Jags Colts. I mean, again, we sort of briefly, you briefly spoke about this one, Dan. Colts surely going to bounce back this week. Jags still not really looking any good, and just a sort of blip for the Colts last week and. Sort of a good team to play to get yourself back firing. Yeah, it's a shame that a lot of the, I guess the potential excitement heading into this week in the playoffs relies on a Jags win here, and <laughs> it's not going to happen sadly. So um, that's a bit disappointing. Yeah, the Jags are an abysmal football team right now. So Colts on a bad day should still have enough to beat the Jags. For me. Vikings Bears, Rob. I mean, this one looks. Actually, quite an interesting fixture. Um, two relatively evenly matched sides to a degree, even though on paper the Vikings should overpower them offensively. They're also who's up and down as well. Um, yeah, <clears throat> Vikings should have Kirk Cousins back in the matchup for this one, and um, you know I think they can still theoretically make the playoffs. The Bears aren't in the playoffs. As I said in a review show, the Bears played a, a brilliant game on both sides of the ball against the Giants. They got takeaways, they put their offense in good field position, and then their offense capitalized on it against the Giants. The Vikings are a tougher proposition than the Giants, um, but probably not by much. And when you think about the players that they've got on that field, Dalvin Cook, when he's 
fit and healthy, Jefferson, Thielen. It just seems crazy that the Vikings offense doesn't put up more points than it should do. Um, but the Vikings are the better football team, and I think the Vikings will, will beat the Bears. No, excellent. Texans, Titans, well, raise your hand if you think otherwise, but the Titans should walk over the Texans. Um, Falcons, Saints? Please, Rob, please don't let the Saints win that one. What are you going to do, Rob? But what are you personally going to do? What do you mean, what am I personally going to do? <laughs> How are you going to inspire the Falcons? Oh, I thought you meant, am I going to get plenty to Atlanta and go play running back or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, the Saints need to win here or their season's over. And I would love for the Falcons to inflict their season of being over on them. Um, I feel like the Falcons getting seven wins so far this season with a roster with barely any talent. Then we've lost Ridley um, for his personal issues. We've got Capel. I think the new coaching staff have done an incredible job with the squad that we've got to get seven wins. If we could get to eight and beat the Saints twice and then their playoff hopes, eight and nine season, I would be happy with that. And that is what I'm hoping for. Dan, hand on heart, who do you think is going to win that game? Who do I think is going to win? Who do I want to win? Who do you th- I know you want to win. Um, you're practically a Falcon. But who do you think will win? I think every time we maybe do, but no, I do think Saints with something else to play for. Although the Falcons, the Falcons say they've got nothing competitive to play for apart from stopping the Saints, and that means almost as much as the Saints trying to make it. So I don't know. I think one eye on the other game, if San Francisco or beating the Rams or whichever way around it is. Hold on, let me just double check my maths here. If the Rams are beating San Francisco, the Saints will be all in to win that game and make the playoffs. The Niners, as we all predict, are winning that game. The Saints are going out. I think they take their foot off the gas anyway, and that gives the Falcons opportunity. So uh, I think it depends on where. I think the Saints will probably win the game. It would be really bittersweet if the Saints win the game and still don't make the playoffs. So I'd say that one. Yeah. Uh, Cardinals Seahawks Cardinals win a game and then the Seahawks have just put up 50 points so it's a bit of an awkward time for the Cards to be playing the Seahawks I just wonder if that could just slightly derail sort of the progress the Cards have made last week um, you know the Seahawks of three or four weeks ago particularly or even seven eight weeks ago the Seahawks of Geno Smith would be a perfect game for the Cards to sort of warm up for the playoffs with but this side could just be a little awkward I don't know how you guys see it I think this is another one similar to the Falcons Saints. Let me just grab my charger and in our comedy of errors in this uh, episode, my I, my MacBook has just said it's going to die. Let's plug it in. So it <laughs> um, yeah, the Seahawks, now the pressure sort of off. They look like a different team and, you know, what a great game they had offensively last week. And the Cardinals, despite winning, still not too convincing. The Cardinals need to win to have a chance of winning the division and the Seahawks would love to, you know, cause them a, a problem in that sense. Um, 
So it's another one. The Cardinals have more to play for, meaningfully. But the Seahawks, bit of pride and also upsetting the Cardinals party, does that mean just as much to them? Um, I think the smart money would be on the Cardinals still. Yeah, I'd agree. Dan, anything to add on that? No, I think the Cardinals win it. Um, I think they've got enough to play for. Seahawks have done, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's that close to me. I think the Cardinals have got enough there. Whether they decide to pull people, as I say, if the Rams are winning comfortably and the Cardinals are cruising in, then they may rest and start as their self. But week 18, we've never had a week 18 like it. So <laughs> it's um, we don't know how seriously these teams are taking it. The idea of the NFL had me, I guess, was that there'd be more teams with more potential outcomes and more at line on the stake. And it really doesn't feel like it's panned out that way too much. Mm. Um, I think we'll see, as we normally do, starters getting rested and pulled from games. So, predicting um, outcomes is tough. But no, I think, like for like, the cards will win the game. Yeah. Bill's Jets, I mean, again, scream if you think otherwise. <clears throat> but even though Zach Wilson has played better over the last couple of weeks, they're still not going to get anywhere close to the Bills. Um, I'd imagine unless the Bills I can't see why the Bills were pool starters really early. They do have to win. They've got the uh advantage over the Patriots in terms of their this sort of getting into you know the home field advantage for the playoffs if they win. So there just seems to be no motivation to pool starters from the Bills point of view for me. There Bucks Panthers again, similar story there, isn't it? Yeah, the Bucks shouldn't lose that game whatsoever. Um, the Panthers what, five or six years ago Cam Newton was a very good side now not a very good side now Cam Newton is not a quarterback who was Sam Darnold isn't a quarterback something is Christian McCaffrey's missing barring DJ Moore yeah. they are not a side that is should trouble the Buccaneers even with the injuries we've got right now I'd expect us to Start our main guys. Keep an eye on if the Rams are losing. If the Rams are losing, we got a shot at the two. I'd expect to have that game one and done by half time, midway through the second and third quarter, with a chance then to rest people and be done with it uh, and go from there. But I think we'll start them and be competitive and just see, have an eye elsewhere. So what's going to happen? Yeah, similar story with the Bills. There. I think also just to be mentioned, DJ Moore he deserves a shout out. He's had six different quarterbacks thrown to him this year. He's got over 1,300 yards, has he? He's done phenomenally well for for what he's had. Fair play to him. Um, Dolphins-Patriots again. Patriots won't want to rest starters. There's certainly no point in the Dolphins resting starters. Again, they'll be keeping an eye on games elsewhere. Similar story to the Bills. If the Bills are marching out miles in front of the Jets, you can't see much point in the Patriots keeping starters going. If that remains close, then they'll keep people on the field. I think the Dolphins actually got a decent chance in this one because, again, if the Patriots do give up the ghost in the second, early third quarter, um, yeah, I'm not sure how Hoyo and the backup uh, backup receiver core are going to overcome a Dolphins defence, which is pretty good. But, um, yeah, I don't know if you can see any difference. I think you may, in the outcomes elsewhere, see the Patriots all-starters almost with an eye of losing the game. Go on. Just for seedings and who they're going to play. Because there's an option where 
they play Buffalo again this yeah. week, right? Yeah. And I think they'd sooner finish sixth and face a, a Bengals team. I don't know if the Buffalo thing, I mean, they're one on one this year. They both won at each other's, you know, fields, didn't they, really? Yeah, they so, did. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know really. I see the point. I mean, the Bengals are the sort of team actually you'd fancy them to struggle more against in a weird way. Um, sorry, the, you fancy the Bengals struggle more against the Patriots than another team that are going to come at you in a weird way because you know what Bill's going to bring, which is well organised defence and you wait for yeah. you to slip up and then just run the ball and throw when they have to. Um, I don't know. So yeah, I see. I see your point. It's a tricky one because again, you don't know what bills are going to turn up. You know, bills have been brilliant some weeks and not brilliant the the rest. And if you catch them at eighty, ninety percent, again, Patriots have every chance. It's it's tricky. Yeah, it's tricky. And hey, if the Jets are winning and beating Buffalo and Houston Texans are beating Tennessee and the Denver Broncos are beating Kansas, Fred, you can still take the one seat. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's happening. That's there's, that, happening. there's that option there, Fred. There's that option. Don't give it up. <laughs> Still be living the dream. I think, um, yeah, I'm, I've, you've sold it to me, Dan. That's happening. No doubt about it. Um, so for Broncos, I'm... Texans, Jets, Rebel. <laughs> and the Patriots for the quad. So get some good odds on that one. Final game, Chargers, Raiders. Um, right. which we have already covered. So that is it. That was, that was the final game. Dolphins, Patriots. That's it. Wow, eight well, weeks of review shows. Done. Capiche. Preview shows. God, this is so late. Right, yeah, let's do my head. <laughs> my head's all over the place. Right, yeah. What a strong finish this has been. What a strong, what a strong podcast this one has been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we literally messed up in every possible way on this episode. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We? Yeah. Uh, you, Dan, you've had a you've had a flawless episode, you Dan. Well, <laughs> to be fair, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. But you got time no with your hands, right? You're still locked in on your own, so <laughs> you can give it some thought. What can be better for yeah. next? You can reflect on what you've done tonight, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> you are. You should have a reflection tonight on what you've done. Right? As yeah. A short three hundred word. It's a pros on how you will be better, please. Yep, yeah, I will. I definitely will. <laughs> I mm. bet you will, yeah. <laughs> I will not, not upload episodes on Anchor <laughs> while I recorded an episode. Fair enough. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here, guys. So, um, yeah, have a good one. And final week, it seems so sad it's almost over. Cheers, guys. No worries. Thanks, Fred. Thanks, Thanks, Fred.